Alright, this is Stephen Callis, and I am here with Stephanie Allad, and we're going to ask a couple questions in relation to running for the Frisco Independent School District School Board. It is March the 8th, 2022, and I'm going to give her about a couple of minutes to introduce herself, and we'll go from there. Thanks, Stephen. My name is Stephanie Allad. I am running for Frisco ISD School Board of Trustees place three. I have been a Frisco resident for almost nine years now. Moved here from Southern California due to my job promotion and when we were relocating to North Texas we wanted to find the best schools for our two daughters. One of whom was starting fourth grade at the time and the other who was still in preschool. And when we started looking for a place to call home we heard Everywhere we went, we heard Frisco ISD is the best school system in North Texas. So we decided to purchase a home in Frisco and my kids have been enrolled in Frisco ISD since then. I have two daughters. One is a senior at Independence and then I also have a fifth grader at Ashley Elementary. Okay, so for about 90 seconds, couple minutes if you will, why don't you tell us why you feel you are the best choice be the next person to represent us in the Frisco ISD? Well, I think we've all seen in the past couple years that there's some issues in our schools that have gone unaddressed. And I started to notice some things before COVID hit, but then when COVID happened, I really started to notice that there were some gaps in, in the public schools in general and also here in Frisco. So specifically, um, I'm concerned about the lack of rigor or the decline, I guess I should say, in rigor in the academics. So Frisco ISD was once known for academic excellence and now we have a lot of different programs that are being piloted in the schools and, and implemented in the schools here in Frisco that don't support that tradition of academic excellence. One is you know, related to homework. There's no longer homework in elementary schools. I'm told at most campuses and in the high schools, homework isn't graded any longer. So students have the choice whether to do it or not. You're also seeing in high schools, you know, students being allowed to test and retest over and over again. So those things are of concern. I want to restore Frisco to the high academic standards that it once was. Um, the other concern that I have is related to teacher turnover, and I have a background in human resources. I've been a human resources leader for about 20 plus years, and we have a teacher retention problem here in Frisco, and I know how to solve retention programs, or excuse me, retention problems. I've been doing that in corporate America in very large companies for many years, and we need to really understand why the teachers are leaving, and then work on those issues within the work environment so that they no longer continue to leave our district. Frisco ISD lost 600 teachers last year, and it's been over 500 the prior couple years before that, and we can't continue along that trajectory. We need to keep our teachers here in Frisco. Okay, so first of all, I wanna thank everybody for joining in. We are actually sitting at Duino Coffee, so if you hear the noise in the background, that is the happy customers, that store that's open, and willing to serve you and no they didn't uh, get a free ad I just like it here second thing um, what is your primary area of concern regarding I know you kind of touched on it if you can maybe um, give an idea of how you might fix it or how you might address the issue that you see as being the primary concern 
Well, there's several issues of primary concern, I think, but just to touch on the one that I, I just mentioned regarding teacher retention, I think we need to do a comprehensive engagement survey that is managed by a third party, which will ensure transparency and confidentiality from the teachers. The teachers are, are sharing with me that they're afraid to speak up on the issues that are affecting their work environment. So we need to understand what their issues or concerns are. I also think we need to hire a firm to do external um, exit interviews when teachers choose to leave again to get a real, the real reason as to why they're leaving and also do focus groups with the teachers that are still here again to, to delve a little more deeper into what's happening in their work environment. Um, the other concern that I mentioned was around academic standards and again I just think we need to go back to the academic standards that we had years ago. Um, I, like I said, I've been here nine years and the academic standards were really high and they're slowly eroding little by little. Another example of that that I just recently learned about last spring is that there's a pilot in the middle schools to eliminate advanced learning for the ILA classes, the integrated language arts. And the stated reason by the district for, for implementing this pilot in the eight middle schools was inclusivity and equity. And so I'm concerned that this equity agenda is what's driving some, maybe not all, but driving some of this degradation of academic standards within the district. So I think we need to focus on keeping those standards high. Okay, so as standards go, uh, Frisco ISD you know, has been known for high standards. So tell me, what is it one thing that you think that Frisco ISD has done right or that they still excel at? <coughs> Excuse me. Well, there's a lot of things that they that they do right. I think, um, you know, we traditionally have high regard outside of the district for being a top district. Unfortunately, that reputation can fade quickly if you don't do a lot to maintain it. And I also think we do have a lot of amazing teachers within this district. We still do. And we also have a lot of really great administrators. And I think people want to be here in Frisco. And they want to be proud of the schools. And I think there's a lot to be proud of. We've grown a lot. We have beautiful campuses. And again, we have a lot of really great people within our district. We just want to make sure that we, we keep them here. But there's a lot of really good programs. There's a STEM program in the middle schools that I've, I've been looking into a little bit. It seems really solid. Um, I think the CTE Center is also a great example of something that Frisco ISD is doing right. My daughter took a class there. I think it was her sophomore year and really enjoyed it and that really helps kids to prepare for different careers and try out different things like medical billing or, or art design or things like that that they can learn about different things before they get to college and you don't always see that in a, in a public school high school setting okay so Fr Frisco ISD is still doing a lot of things that we can be happy with be proud of and full disclosure I was uh, Frisco ISD resident for about 16 years. I am now in McKinney, and McKinney has had some, let's say, challenges as of late. Uh, particularly, some uh, some of us critical, critical parents were very concerned about some of the curriculum, some of the books that were being utilized, and it's created a little bit of uh, trauma because our school district isn't used to being questioned. They they have difficulty accepting that not everybody is completely on board with what they are doing. Is that a concern that Frisco ISD is uh, mirroring McKinnian? That is a concern that I have definitely, Stephen. You know, I went to a board meeting last spring 
think it was April, because um, I heard that there were some parents that were going to be speaking about the masks and getting the masks off the kids at that time. So I wanted to go and, and speak about that because I was I was in favor of having the mask be optional at that point, you know, a year post-COVID. So I was sitting in the audience and just observing. This was only the second board meeting I'd ever attended, and the president of the board at that time was speaking in kind of a harsh way to the audience in the room and he said this is our meeting and he said it about three times and he said it in kind of a rude way and I thought to myself wait a minute isn't this the community's meeting isn't it the parents meeting isn't this the people's meeting so I decided to comment in public comment about that and say that I didn't think that that was an appropriate thing to say an appropriate way to speak to parents and I thought it was highly disrespectful and that's what kind of launched me on this journey that ultimately led me to run for school board but what I learned, you know, starting that meeting, but then other meetings since that I've attended, is that it really kind of is. We expect everyone to sort of be on board with our agenda, and if you're not, then then you're wrong. And since then, what I've seen, since parents started to speak out, whether it be about masks or CRT or other issues within the school district, books, things like that, is that the Frisco ISD has slowly been eroding the rights of parents to speak. So first they limited the time of speaking at public meetings, or excuse me, during public comments of board meetings. And then most recently, they have um, eliminated anyone's right to speak on an item not on the agenda. So you may only speak on agenda items at board meetings from now on. And I don't think that that is a way to partner with the community and parents and to really hear what's going on. So I'm firmly opposed to that. And um, if elected, I will do whatever I can to reverse those rules so that parents and community members have the right and the privilege and the honor of speaking at a board meeting to their elected officials. Okay, that's good stuff. So the, the irony is, is that, you know, there's not a lot of people that start off in middle school or even high school and think to themselves, oh, I know, I want to go back and serve the school that I graduated from or, or be in, involved with school at all. I mean, many, many young people, they look at college as a means to an end. They don't necessarily ever consider going back to look at it. Now, I imagine that changes once you have your own children, you have a vested interest in, well, what are my children learning? What are they uh, observing? How are they being treated? on a day-by-day basis and we've talked about some of the things that you would like to see change and some of the things that you would um, like to improve can you in I don't know a minute or two sell me on why you think that Frisco ISD is still a very good opportunity for the residents and what what is the advantage being in Frisco ISD can you do that well, you know, Frisco is a great city, of course, and, and we all know that, and that's why we live here. It's growing, it's vibrant, it's getting very expensive because everyone is moving here. Um, so I know that the city council is looking at, at things in that regard. But I, I think we have all the right fundamentals to get back to where we were in terms of being a premier district, but I do think that, you know, it's, it's starting to fall from grace a little bit, and I want to work to try to get it back to that reputation of excellence so but all the fundamentals are there you have knowledgeable people you have you know caring teachers you have some really great administrators I think we've just kind of lost our focus when we're when we're talking about diversity and equity instead of academic performance I think that that is impacting the performance and again I go back to the middle school pilot as an example 
if we're focusing on you know eliminating differentiated learning in the name of equity, I'm not sure that helps advanced students or on-level students. So, so I'm concerned about that. But we have all the great fundamentals. We have the reputation and we have the great people. I just think we need to get the agenda back on track. Okay, so that's, that's good. So now, if this were to continue on the path that it's on, where do you see this going in the future? What, what, what's the likely outcome if we don't kind of rein in the political fervor or the uh, policy changes that they've put in place as of late? What do you think the outcome is going to be for Frisco ISD if, if they are left to their own? Well, we'll be an average to below average district at best. I think that's what you know, the trajectory that we're on if we don't reverse it. Um, you know, we want to focus on teaching the kids what they need to know. And that, in a lot of cases, since the pandemic, has not really been occurring because they're focusing on a lot of other things instead of the academics. So I'm concerned that we'll be, you know, just another average school district. And I think that we can be better than that. I think that teachers should be wanting to come here, not wanting to leave. And that's how it was. This was the jewel of the crown to be able to get a teaching job in Frisco ISD was the premier career builder for a teacher, especially a new teacher. Now they have teacher openings that they can't fill and they have a sub-crisis for substitutes. So we need to get those things squared away and back on track. If you're the best district, you're going to attract the best teachers. Okay, that's a fair point. So in the, uh, let's call it three, to, three, three minutes or so, can you give us a sum up or a closing statement of what it is you're looking to accomplish and um, anything else that we may have left out that we didn't cover in my questions that I provided you? Yes, thank you. I want to get our school district back to focusing on kids and learning. I want to restore the academic excellence that Frisco ISD once had. I have nine years of experience as a parent in this district, and I have seen a lot of things in those nine years. And some of them are great, and some of them are not so great. But I have the experience to see what good looks like. I also am a former college professor, community college professor, so I have experience teaching myself, although not in the K through 12 space. But I think my experience as a human resources professional and as a parent positions me well to help identify and solve the problems that we see. One of the concerns that I have, specifically with Frisco ISD, is that they don't acknowledge that any problems exist. It's everything is great, everything is wonderful, and if you try to point out a problem, they just kind of shut down. And I don't think you can solve any problem that you don't acknowledge exists. So I'd like to see the board specifically talking about the issues that exist. We have a teacher retention problem. Let's discuss it. Let's have a plan. We may not agree on the scope of the problem. We may not agree on the plan, but let's discuss it and let's try to solve the problem. But this everything's fine, there's nothing to see here issue, I don't think it's serving us well. It's just causing us to ignore the problems that are right in front of us. I also want to ensure that the CRT inspired assignments and curriculum that I have seen, and it's not built into the curriculum, but it is part of it when you're training the teachers on a you know, diversity and equity agenda. But also I've seen a lot of assignments that are clearly inspired by CRT. 
So I want to see that as well. And I really want to see the board and the administration get back to serving the students and the parents and not bureaucrats in Austin or bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., which unfortunately I think we see at times. You know, Texas is one a state that has not condemned the National School Board Association for trying to label parents as domestic terrorists. There are 19 states that left that organization because of that very issue, and Texas isn't one of them. And Austin really controls a lot of what Frisco ISD as well as other ISDs do, and it doesn't have to be that way. We can take control back. I remember when I first moved here, and I heard that we called the district's ISDs, instead of in California, you call them USDs, meaning United School Districts. And I thought, that's great. That means they operate with some degree of independence and they can do things that make sense for their community. What I have seen a lot of is, you know, whatever the Texas Association of School Boards says, that is what Frisco does. And I'm not sure that that's necessarily serving us all that well. You know, that organization is a taxpayer-funded lobbying organization. It is not an organization that is designed to serve the students and the parents and the teachers of this district. All right, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you for uh, joining me, Stephanie, and uh, we will uh, be sharing this both with her directly and I will be sharing this on my podcast. Expect it to be up. Um, today is Wednesday the 8th. Certainly by Friday the 10th, this will be up and live, and I will provide her a copy. Of course, it will always be unedited because we have nothing to hide. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you later.